Hello and welcome back. This is a Labor Day special and it is titled Work Hard and Play Hard Every Day. Today is September 6, 2020 and it's the Labor Day weekend. We went on a wonderful hike today. It is an absolutely gorgeous day and I feel so lucky to be able to go for a hike, for a great hike, almost in my own backyard. I really feel terrible for those who are in urban areas, big cities or states and places where natural or maybe partially man-caused disasters like fires, hurricanes and such, especially in the middle of this pandemic that has changed our norm and has affected our health both directly and indirectly. I cannot ever again imagine my life in a place where I could not go out to get some fresh air, bike, hike, walk, and enjoy Mother Nature under any circumstances. It was years ago, but I never forget how the political Islamic revolution in Iran turned our entire world upside down. I was a kid then, but I remember it was almost overnight. We had to dress differently. We had to cover our hair, our skin, part of our face even. We were not allowed to play like we used to. We could not swim in the sea or in a lake with bathing suits anymore. We had to be fully dressed, if at all allowed to do that. You know how wearing a mask is such a pain and uncomfortable? Now imagine adding to that a scarf, long sleeve tunic, long pants, no matter how hot it is out, even in the scorching 110 degree Fahrenheit in the middle of a hot, dry, and very polluted, huge city of Tehran. That was forced on us, not by a pandemic or a virus or a disease, but by selfish, brutal fundamentalists with a religious and political agenda. They got enormous pleasure out of torturing people, both physically and emotionally. Our lives as we knew it was changed for good, and our freedom was stripped away with deadly force. I fled my country in search of freedom when I was 17. I traveled a long way, three continents and three countries, to find a home again where I could live, breathe, work, and move freely. I have lived in New England most of my life, and Vermont is home today. I would not have it any other way. Don't take me wrong, I miss my birth country, Iran, every day. But with our freedom having been executed by the Islamic government, I'm doubtful that I can even travel back safely, let alone live there again. Home is here, and I'm more grateful every free breath that I take every day for being able to exercise my freedom. This weekend is Labor Day weekend, and I try my best to learn as much as possible about the history of the United States, as well as all national holidays and how they came about. Nerd? Yes, guilty as charged. So this is what I've learned. Labor Day is a day that is dedicated to the social and economic achievements of American workers. It is a yearly national tribute to the contributions workers have made to the strength, prosperity, and well-being of this great country. This is where I went to college and to graduate school to earn a degree, to work, and to do what I love to do for a living. This is where I got my first real job, 
my real paycheck, my benefits, and all that comes with being a laborer, I guess. This has been a really strange, challenging, and testing year for all of us around the world and in this country. Many people probably never imagined themselves wishing they could go back to work or missing their jobs, their co-workers, and places of work. Many are not fortunate to have a job and are devastated. Many people are so stressed out that they can hardly concentrate on the next hours ahead of them, let alone on their own health and well-being. So many people are through tough times, sleepless nights, exhausted during the day, crash at night only to wake up in the middle of the night, toss and turn while worrying about the next day ahead. I get it. I did that for a while. Still happens to me from time to time. But I need to remind myself that I still have my health, my healthy home, a small town in a small state where I can still go out every day and enjoy the outdoors, breathe fresh air, and just be. I'm able to physically work, do whatever it takes if I have to. I have to admit, I am a hyperactive workaholic, and it is very difficult to shut down my own brain. I told myself for many years that it is just uh, what my nature is, and I cannot relax and settle down. Well, that is largely true, and it is partly in my genes. But I have to also uh, learn that in order to live the healthy lifestyle that I want to live, I have to take rest seriously. Yes, I am an exercise addict and a health nut, but I too had to learn that all the exercise in the world would not matter if I do not allow my mind and body to rest. I was a sleepless soul for many years, and I just told myself that I have to live with it. But I was unable to see the bigger picture around me. I was unable to connect the dots that were causing my restless nights. Here are some lessons I've learned that I want to share with you. Growing old happens, but growing up is entirely optional. So you should work hard, but also play hard every day. You should play like you used to when you were a kid. You didn't really plan on it. You just went out and played. We could learn a thing or two from our own childhood. Kids do not stress and kids do not exercise. They play. You know the saying, sleeping like a baby? Well, that is a lesson. Why do babies or kids sleep so well? Don't feel guilty about taking time to play, rest, or enjoy life. I used to feel guilty. I remember a time when I felt terribly guilty about taking any vacation days. There was a time when I must have had three years worth of vacation days that I had lost just because I never took them. It just felt so wrong to take days off when there was always work to do. I made a New Year's resolution in 2011 to take my vacation days and actually not work and maybe even go away. I took off on my own and went to Sarasota, Florida, where I had never gone before. I rented a road bike and went out biking 50 to 70 miles a day for a week. Then I went to the beach to read. I never realized how much 
I missed reading, and how little time I had dedicated to reading. It hit me then that since graduate school, between 2000 and 2005, and beyond, when I was a postdoc or researcher, I had been reading literature, research articles, and work-related literature in bed. Truth. I realized that I was never shutting down my brain, <clears throat> and I was literally working up to the second I turned off the lights to attempt to go to sleep. No wonder I was sleepless. I used to wake up with an idea, an experiment, an answer to some question in the middle of the night, and I had a notepad and a pen next to my bed. I would get up and write it down, as if it would be the end of the world if my idea escaped me the next morning. Yes. I was working around the clock, literally, and I was a restless soul. I was on all the time, and I crashed every once in a blue moon. I felt terribly guilty. I would snap out of it and get right back to work. That week in Sarasota, I had a lot of time to think and reflect on all the moments I had lost and all the beauty around me I had missed. I had not been sound asleep for so long. I didn't know what it felt like. For the first time in years, I was able to sleep four hours straight and fall back asleep even when I got up once. It was an awakening. It was also alarming. Wow, I had not done this ever. So I vowed to myself not only to take my hard-earned vacation days, but also to read for fun, not for work. I gave myself the gift of four new books right there in Florida, and started reading while, one of them while I was there. <clears throat> I learned that work is always going to be there, and no matter how much I do, there is still more the next day or the next moment. But life's moments, treasures, and memories will never come back. Once they are past, they are gone forever. So take the time to live life today. Take the time to make memories. Take the time to look, listen, and take it all in every day. I cannot meditate. I admit, if my life depended on it, I can't meditate. I wish I could, but I can't. I think I am a meditation mutant, but I can come close if I choose something that will work almost in the same way. Here are a few ways if you are a meditation mutant like I am. Cave time. Remember when I talked about cave time a few episodes back? It is so essential for me. Try to have a cave time to yourself every day. Go in your cave, whatever that cave might be, for you. Reading a book, a real paper book. I can't tell you how important this is to me. Every night, a book, a paper book, I can hold in my hands and smell the paper and flip through the pages. It is amazing. It's an amazing mental massage for me. It takes me outside of my own head, out of my own life or work, and it takes me into a completely different world, even if for a few minutes. Then I can fall asleep like a baby. Well, most nights. Enjoy nature without your phone, please. Go for a walk. No music, no phone, nothing but you and your two legs. 
well, shoes too, that would help. Listen, breathe, feel, see everything. It is the best therapy I can recommend. And for me, it is a form of meditation, but the key thing is no electronics. Okay, if you really want to take a picture or two every once in a while, you can, but that's all. No phone, no text, no Facebook, no anything with that screen but to take a picture to make memories. Turn off or distance yourself from all electronics, phone, computer, iPad, etc. for at least two hours before you go to bed. Read a book. Yes, a paper book, not an iPad or your phone or a Kindle or whatever that is. Trust me, it makes a huge difference in your health and your sleep. I have a general rule. My cell phone is always on silence unless very rarely if I'm expecting a call during the day and I want to hear it. Otherwise, it is off and it is on silence. No ringtone, no buzz, no vibrate, no nothing. It is off. But I take um, it one step further after 7 p.m. The phone is away from me, and if you call me after 7, I will not answer. Because that is the time for me to unplug, to rest my head, and to have time with my partner Eric to talk, to play a game of backgammon, or watch something we both enjoy. No phone, no work, no electronics that requires less than three feet distance with my eyes. If you are married or have a significant other, there is one of the best, here's one of the best things you can do for your relationship. Read a book together. We started this seven years ago. We picked a book together, one we both were going to like, and we take turns every night to read to each other. I still have my own book to read in the event that Eric is too tired to read with me or if I want to read it another time. But reading a book together is one of the most valuable and cherished activities we do together. It strengthens our relationship and it forces us to leave the electronics far away before bed and really pay attention to each other and what we're doing. Read a paper book. It's a lot of fun. You must have got the point about paper book, right? I have a serious problem with electronic books, uh, the Kindle, iPad, whatever, etc. It is bad for your eyes and bad for your brain. In fact, one of the most fun things for me to do is to go to a local used bookstore and buy some used books. Then try to decide which to start with. Try it. You will not regret it. And plus, you support a local business owner a used bookstore. Finally, take Labor Day to reflect why you are doing what you're doing. Is it strictly about making money? What if you had all the money from your hard labor, but you could not do anything you enjoyed? What if you had all that money, but you feared for your life and safety every waking moment? What if you had all that money, but you had a terminal illness? What if you worked all the time only to wake up one day to realize your life has literally flown by you and you missed it? What if you knew that all the money in the world cannot buy your health and well-being? 
Let me tell you the truth. It cannot. So while you have to work hard, I do, and I get it, you must also play hard. You must take care of your health. No matter how much work there is to do, if you are not healthy tomorrow to go to work, it has all been for nothing. So whatever your job, profession, money-making means happens to be, it is still not as important as your health. If you are not healthy, you cannot do your job. So take your lunch break, take your vacation, your days off, all of them as seriously as you take your job. Do not take your freedom for granted. Live your life freely. It is your right. So tell me, what are you going to start doing this week? What healthy changes are you going to make to your daily routine? How are you going to ensure mental, physical, and emotional rest? How are you going to shut off your brain at least while you sleep? What is your meditation strategy? Do you have some exciting new ideas? Or are you lost because you may be a workaholic like me? Well, reach out. Let's talk. I know we will learn from each other. You may have a trick for mental rest that I have not yet tried. And I want to know. Health is not all about exercise and eating well. It is also about rest and rejuvenation, about sleeping like a baby, about taking life's moments seriously, about taking time to play, about making memories, about living now. Because, let's face it, you may not be here tomorrow. So if you want to reach out, if you want to share with me your ideas, or if you just want to learn more, here's how to reach me. At my website at www.drlolly.com or my Facebook page, Dr. Lolly PhD, or best way to contact me is email contact at drlolly.com. Remember, we all are entitled to health and freedom at little to no cost, all the time, every day, and all year long. So protect your health protect your freedom, and protect your life. Thank you for listening this week. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Until then, to your health and happiness.